0: Right now we are going to introduce to everybody Meg Upton. Good afternoon, Meg. Hi, everyone. Tell us a bit about the Green Room Awards. I understand it's Melbourne's answer to the Tonys.
1: Oh, it's more than that, I must say. So the Green Room Awards are 36 years old. They award across seven different art forms and they include cabaret, independent theatre, musical theatre, dance, contemporary and experimental cabaret and theatre companies. And they focus primarily not on musical theatre like the Tonys do and not necessarily on big blockbuster things like the Helpmans, but more on who's making work in Victoria indie scene and across a range of contexts so we think they're quite specific to Victoria in lots of ways.
0: Okay can you tell us a bit about how the awards came to be founded? I understand it was quite some time it ago. It is quite
1: some time ago so I guess it's a response by the art sector to how do we give recognition of the arts in this space and one of the key founding beliefs around this was how you how peers award peers and that's been a consistent way to approach the awards. So it, all the panels are peer-based, they're nominated and they've worked consistently in their art form or across art forms since that time. So that's probably the most important thing to know about that founding. How do we recognise it? And also to recognise lifetime achievement, to recognise people who've passed on. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a sense of legacy attached to the awards as well.
0: Okay, can you tell us a bit about some of the previous winners of the Green Room Awards?
1: Um, well, I've been attached to the awards in a number of ways for a about about seven years and I was attached to the theatre company so I kind of know a lot about the main stage theatre in that regard but I think if we think celebrity we might say that uh, people like Tim Minchin have received awards in their early parts of their career, Rachel Griffiths in the early parts of her career, Julia Zamiro, Eddie Perfect, Rachel Mazza. So people who are really kind of embedded in our art scene now have come through the Green Room Awards. So it's really exciting to know that the Green Room have contributed to their artistic journey so there's i suppose if we're talking celebs or people Mm. we might know there's some people who have received green room awards in the past year
0: okay can you tell us how melbourne's arts and culture scene differs from other cities in australia so why do the green room awards stand out above all others
1: well, I can only probably say that I'm a Melbourne person, so I'm deeply entrenched in the arts scene here. But uh, I think the strongest aspect of the scene in Melbourne is its massive independent art scene. I think people actually come to Melbourne to be part of the independent art scene here. And I used to work in a theatre company and also in a performing arts course. And right from the get go, young people see a way to make theatre or make art from the time they might graduate or even the time they make school. So there's a real really a strong sense of we can go at and we can make art and there's a place for it to be seen and i think green room really recognizes that i think that's the strength of what it does every night in melbourne <laughs> every day in melbourne every any time in melbourne you can go and see something in any sort of space hmm. that's what i love about it
0: and it's not just artists traveling here either we've also got visitors to the city for example seeing the cursed child
1: which oh, is yeah. a two-part
0: play, yeah. you're staying overnight. So, yeah, that's been an absolute boon for the city.
1: It's been massive and I haven't seen it myself but I've heard wonderful things. But it's those epic and very large events that I think people get really excited about. And Melbourne becomes a destination for that arts experience as well as, as you said, for artists who want to come here. There is packing package you can fly down to Melbourne and, as you said, stay the night and do the whole experience, which I think is funny. I think experiencing the arts in that way is something that Melbourne does really well.
0: Another question I have is what's the process for being nominated? So when do people begin looking at and uh, nominating their peers?
1: So that can happen right from the beginning of the year. Panels are confirmed. There's a lovely rich turnover of panels as well. Members of panels who come go some, there's some longevity and experience and there's new people. So right from the beginning of the year, online you go onto the Green Room Awards and you can register your show according to which panel you feel will best assess it. And then the nomination process, every panel sees X amount of shows. For example, the independents see hundreds of shows, whereas in something like opera, it's probably going to be more contained because there's less production of that due to expense and it's a different art form. And then the nomination process, the final nomination process happens later in the year. And then, as you know, the nominations are announced. So it's right across the year, right across the performance year.
0: We see with the Oscars, for example, that they try and cram their so-called Oscar bait movies into the end of the year. Does a similar thing happen with Melbourne's arts community or?
1: Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Not really. There is focus points. So there'll be, um, bearing in mind that they have to be Australian and in many cases Victorian based, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean we can't look at shows that tour because they will have Australian artists involved in them. The seasons are programmed already in the majors and then we know that the Fringe will happen in September. Those are often focus points. There's no sort of, it's not an Oscary type of thing. I think the the understanding from the community is that green rooms don't operate like that. Mm -hmm. They operate in a, I don't know what the word is, but they just operate differently to that. Sometimes it's quite late nominations when people might say, oh, you should nominate this for the Green Room Awards, it's a really good show and so that kind of thing's really fantastic and that's where people go, oh that's a good idea and so there's quite a bit of that that happens as well
0: I should point out I didn't mean to disparage any of the nominees I was just thinking maybe there was oh, a no. certain period of the year where they sort of tried to push it more often Oh, nearly, I don't
1: know. think so and so, I don't so think you were doing that either time I, I think um, one of the things I would say is, is a, a really strong awareness in the arts scene now in Melbourne and also I think shows that are coming that qualify that Green Room is something to be nominated for and that's an ongoing process across the year and then there's those little remodels Reminders that we might send out or peers will say to one another, don't forget to nominate for that. So it's ongoing, it's consistent and there's a few crunch things depending but it's mainly everyone's aware that they want to get in early and register their show so that the panel can come and see it.
0: Can you tell us about some of the nominees who are being nominated for this year's award? They have been announced, they are on they your are. website. So who can we expect to see in the nominees list? Oh,
1: well, there's actually 274 nominations. Oh, <laughs> Wow. For 62 awards, there's four major awards as well that have been announced. So I'll talk to those first and then I might look at the broader categories. So we've got a lifetime achievement, a technical achievement, a uh, Jeffrey Milne and um, outstanding contribution to Cabaret. So they've been announced. So one of the, if I just briefly tell an anecdote, one of the great privileges I had this year in my role is to organise the lifetime achievement and the technical achievement awards and convene a special panel for that. And then I had the great delight after that process was completed to call the nominees and And the Lifetime Achievement Award winner who's already been announced is playwright Patricia Cornelius and the technical achievement is for Rosalind Odes. And so Patricia has also just won a major playwriting grant, an international playwriting grant, and she's worked very much in feminist theatre, marginalised voices and stories, and I think she's a much-loved playwright, pulls no punches, puts it out there. The people and the stories you see on stage from her writing I think speak to a whole range of different people. So I'm really thrilled that she's been given that award and she was absolutely thrilled to receive that phone call. Mm, So that's one person. But look, gosh, there's... There are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. And I think one of the great things too is that we recognise seven different art forms and that's why there's so many nominations. And I think with the feedback we get from sector is that's a really great rich series. If you can have 274 nominations across seven art forms for a series of awards, they feel that's really great recognition of the work that's going on.
0: Absolutely. I might just mention as well we actually know a couple of the nominees in your list. So Ryan and Sophie who performed the Aspie Hour and Uh I believe they're nominated in the cabaret category. They came on to Art Smith and around this time last year actually to promote their Fringe show. Yeah. And they of course have been nominated and now they're at the Comedy Festival as well. So they have absolutely gone gang busters not just with the nomination but all over.
1: I think that's a great point to make Tom. One of the things that we constantly talk about at Green Rooms is what is the significance of the award to the artists and how does it leverage the next part of their career and I think you've made that great point is that a Green Room Award for artists can actually attract attention and then that's interesting to producers. This year we're actually going to offer them a kind sort of signatory to have on their correspondence now which kind of celebrates that fact and that's a perfect example of how a Green Room Award can kind of leverage that next step. We're thrilled about that, and I think that's happened. If I think about some lighting designers I've worked with and some playwrights I've worked with, I feel that that story is replicated across the green rooms.
0: What are the benefits of winning an award apart from bragging rights? Do they get any, <laughs> do they get any um, special bonuses as part of the green room? Uh,
1: look, it's, they get a trophy, um, mm-hmm. and they get a photograph, they get fame and glory, they get a drink. Um, <laughs> so the celebration at the awards in itself is a true celebration. There is a follow-up with that. Like you guys, we are a volunteer organisation. So the way that we can follow up and we can continue telling that narrative of who's won the awards, we support as much as we possibly can. But it's really then saying, put it on your CV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> advertise it let's see how we can pop you back on our website within the constraints of what we have in terms of resources and people but I hope that they feel that it's a fantastic recognition and they're willing to say so as they keep going in their artistic career
0: I'm sure they will now we've talked about the nominations mm-hmm. process and the people have been nominated what about the night itself the mm-hmm. ceremony what can we expect from that
1: oh uh, joy joy mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, It's a joyous night. Last year I feel was, and I've been involved in quite a few of the ceremonies and attended quite a few of the ceremonies, I think there's a great joyousness. For me it's one of the most diverse celebrations of artistic form that I've been to or been involved in. This year's ceremony's got act so we always try to find edgy acts and out there acts that will kind of embrace that diversity but also really deeply engage. because you know it's a sector gathering so it's probably the one event I think the Melbourne broader art sector gathers for the one night at the comedy theatre we wish we could do it more often but You know, you just can't with the resources. Everyone gathers, everyone's there. There's speeches, there's music, there's craziness. The outfits are really cool and we get great feedback and we're really hoping that this year's ceremony can follow on from that. What about, well, can
0: members of the public see the show? Is there any way they're yes, they able can. to do it? Yeah, Yes, they can. Yeah,
1: they can book tickets. There's um, information online for mm. how they can book tickets. And that's available also on the Facebook page for the Green Room Awards. So absolutely, they can book tickets and attend.
0: Mm. And, mm. of course, you've got a website. You've got socials. We have a
1: website. We have socials. It's really difficult to not find it, to be okay. honest. And there'll be additional publicity coming out as we keep kind of rolling out the publicity. Hopefully, the awareness will be there. But certainly, we welcome the public, so please bring your
0: yeah, excellent, Uh Portia. Have I missed anything? Have you got any no, questions at all? No, that sounds great. No. I
1: enjoyed it all.
0: No, mm. there we are. Cool.
1: Can I just say, for the younger artists out there, one of the things that I think is really great is we really encourage younger artists to come too because I think there's a great aspirational aspect to the Green Room Awards in terms of I can be on that stage, I can have my work nominated I can have my work seen by peers I like to think that there's that aspirational aspect to the Green Rooms.
0: Well Meg Upton thank you very much for making the time to speak to us today here in the SIN studios. We've enjoyed having you, we've enjoyed hearing all about the Green Room Awards and yes we wish you all the best with the night. Oh I I think I forgot to ask, when is the night taking place?
1: April the 1st, so April April Fool's Day, opening of the Comedy Festival at the Comedy Theatre starting at 7pm. Wear your best clothes.
0: There you are, people. Wear your best clothes.